I think that the willingness of students to take on extra responsibilities and become truly integral members of the COVID-19 response is a testament of how strong the current cohort of pharmacy students and interns are. And I am so excited to see the things that we can achieve both now and when we graduate into the profession. Hi, I'm Verity Bastard, 2021-22 to 22 NAPSA President, and you're listening to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast. Welcome to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast, brought to you by the Pharmacy Guild of Australia. Focusing on pharmacy management and ownership, the PBCN podcast supports the improvement and growth of your business performance with insights and advice from a range of industry professionals. The PBCN Podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. The National Australian Pharmacy Students Association, NAPSA, represents students from 18 universities nationwide studying either an undergraduate or postgraduate pharmacy program. NAPSA is committed to advocating for Australian pharmacy students to ensure their future is prosperous and their status, rights and privileges are protected. And today... We speak with Verity Bowstead, newly elected president and fourth-year Monash University student, about her experience in the new role and life as a student during a global pandemic. Here's Verity. Hi, Verity. Welcome to the show and big congratulations on being elected NAPSA president for the 21-22 term. It'd be great if you could start out with just telling us a little bit about yourself and maybe how you became involved in NAPSA at the start. Well, thank you so much for having me and thank you for your congratulations. I'm currently a fourth year student at Monash University in Melbourne and I'm studying the Bachelor of Pharmacy with honours and my Master of Pharmacy as well. I guess I've always been really committed to not only pharmacy but leadership and professional development more broadly. And I started uni in first year getting involved with the Monash Parkville Student Union, which is the organisation at the Monash Parkville campus that represents all of the students and looks after all of the clubs and societies on campus as well. And then at the end of my second year, I really wanted to connect more with the pharmacy industry in particular and network with students all over the country. So I attended NAPSA Congress at the start of last year in Newcastle, and that was really my first introduction to NAPSA. At the time, I remember thinking so clearly, wow, it's amazing how involved all of these students are and really admiring the work of the NAPSA board and the chairs, wishing that I had got more involved earlier on so that I would have had the opportunity to be a part of the wonderful community of motivated and really like-minded students that comprises NAPSA. And this time last year, I saw posts pop up on my Instagram that applications were open to be a NAPSA chair. And so I spoke to a few people who were involved with NAPSA and thought, okay, well, there's no harm in applying. And that's really how I became the first ever research chair, which has been an incredible opportunity. And since then, I've really just fallen in love with the amazing work that NAPSA do for their members. And I wanted to help continue to drive and develop that further. So I ran for national president and that's how I got to where I am today. Great story and congratulations on just going for things and, and being involved. It, it speaks volumes for your character. And so, as you said, you've been successful. You're now the president, the NAPSA president. It's been a bit of an unusual start, so to speak, to your presidency. How would you say the first 50 days has been? 
yeah, it definitely has been quite unusual. And although I have been quite accustomed to the virtual way of being the new norm, it definitely would have been wonderful to meet everyone in person and attend conferences face to face. But nonetheless, it's fantastic that we still have the means to be able to connect with one another virtually and so easily via all these virtual platforms now. And everyone has adapted really well to the new e-world, for want of a better word, even if it does mean that we do encounter a few more technical difficulties. And most importantly, I'm so fortunate and grateful to be working with such an incredible team of executive directors, NAPSA chairs, and also branch presidents who have been so welcoming and supportive and are an absolute pleasure to work with. As you said, it is unusual, this whole new way of working and, and much more digital focus. And so I think it must be said, congratulations on the whole student cohort for being quite resilient through all of this. And so NAPSA is the representational body for pharmacy students. Can you tell us a little bit about the role NAPSA takes on and the types of activities that it undertakes? Most definitely. So NAPSA was actually established in 1948, so quite a while ago. And at the time, it served to represent the interests of pharmacy students on a national scale by the individual state associations at the time. And it hasn't changed in what it hopes to achieve, but we're fortunate to have 18 branches across Australia now. And although NAPSA was dissolved in the late 1980s, it was reformed in 2001 by delegates from eight of the nine pharmacy schools in Australia at the time. And those original member associations are still part of the new NAPSA, along with 10 new branches. And now, as we mentioned, NAPSA actually represents 18 student associations across Australia, which is fantastic. And now in 2021, we have the NAPSA board, which comprises of the national president, myself, and seven executive directors. We also have six NAPSA chairs who each look after a different portfolio. And the board, the chairs, along with the presidents of each of the 18 branches, they all make up the National Advisory Council. And what we hope to do collectively is to be the voice of students in the pharmacy industry through our partnerships and connections with pharmacy organisations and industry bodies, as well as really provide students with opportunities to engage and connect more with the profession, whether that be through research opportunities, networking events on both a national and international scale or opportunities for education and professional development. And we're really committed to spreading awareness as well around both physical and mental health and wellbeing, which I think is particularly important at the moment living in this new COVID world. So we host a number of events throughout the year, including Charity Cup, where branches compete in raising funds for a selected charity. We have the Vampire Cup Blood Drive, where branches compete in donating blood to Red Cross. And coming up soon, we'll be having a Vaccine Preventable Diseases Awareness Month, as well as a collaborative educational session with Mental Health First Aid Australia, and that will be on IUOK Day. So I guess in summary, NAPSA does really a myriad of different things for students and if you're a student who's listening to this and you've got a great idea we would love to hear it and help you to make it happen absolutely it definitely does push 
the industry forward, not just NAPSA but and students, but the industry as a whole forward, fresh ideas, bringing other people engaged. That's a great rundown of the general work that NAPSA undertakes, the overall work. You mentioned the board there in your answer, and that NAPSA board, it's only in place for one year. You only have 12 months to make your mark. It's not a lot of time by any stretch of the imagination. What sorts of things have you and the current board planned for this term? This year will actually be the fifth year of the NPSS, the National Pharmacy Student Survey. So we're planning on doing a five-year longitudinal study to examine the changes in attitudes and perceptions of pharmacy students over the last five years. And we really want to use this as a guide to set some clear strategic goals of what we hope to achieve for pharmacy students within the next five years. And so I'm hoping to work on that and develop it into a publication with Alex, who's our Executive Director of Data and Membership. And we also hope to continue working with professional organisations and industry bodies to enhance the experiences and representation of students, helping to promote the incredible capabilities of pharmacy students that are not as well recognised as we feel they should be. Another really exciting thing that we hope to do this term is to launch the first issue of the Australian Pharmacy Students Journal, which is the world's first research journal for pharmacy students and help to foster more opportunities for students to get involved in research at the undergraduate level. And I'm absolutely honoured to have worked on that through my role as the research chair for the last term. And another thing we hope to do this term is work with PDL to establish a more comprehensive and streamlined student database to ensure that we can provide more specific support and opportunities to all of our student members. And as I mentioned earlier, we're working on the Vaccine Preventable Diseases Awareness Month, which is coming up in September. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Wow. Sounds very, very busy, but I love that idea of the journal. It's a really cool initiative. So congratulations on almost finalising that. As we mentioned earlier, and you've mentioned in your answers a couple of times, the pandemic, it's impacted your experience in, in your new role, but overall, you're a student. How has the pandemic affected the rest of student life? Yeah, it was definitely quite a big challenge at first, to say the least, being so accustomed to learning and connecting with people face-to-face and then having to transition to doing everything virtually, especially being in Melbourne where I am and spending the majority of last year in lockdown, it has been quite hard. But many students unfortunately struggled with not being able to socialise as they normally would, not having a really clear balance between university and their personal lives as the uni and home life sort of became merged into one. But I really want to commend all of the universities across Australia for doing such an incredible job of adapting our courses to being online and to trying to replicate an in-person or an on-campus experience as best as possible and also commend all of the students for adapting to this new virtual format of learning, which really has become the new norm. Yes, congratulations to all those students and, and that commendation that you give about how they've reacted and, and adapted and kept moving on with their studies and their lives. But I'm interested to hear about what sorts of things you're hearing from other students at this time. What are they talking to you about in terms of the industry and their studies and how they're progressing and handling it all? 
Although it's been quite challenging for all of us as students, I can confidently say that us as pharmacy students are the most resilient cohort of individuals. Not only do we study full-time, but we're working part-time as essential workers and stepping up into really novel and emerging roles as being COVID vaccine preparers or even COVID vaccinators. So overall, students are extremely inspired by how everyone in the pharmacy profession has stepped up in the face of adversity to overcome the challenges which we've been faced with. And we're really proud to be having such a profound impact on healthcare throughout this time and contributing to overcoming a global pandemic. So I think that the willingness of students to take on extra responsibilities and become truly integral members of the COVID-19 response is a testament of how strong the current cohort of pharmacy students and interns are. And I am so excited to see the things that we can achieve both now and when we graduate into the profession. Well, speaking of graduation, it's definitely a great attitude and experience that you're getting now and the way you are reacting to it. As you said, you're very proud and you absolutely should be. And our community is very lucky to have you. And as you said, when you graduate, we're going to be very lucky to have you working in our community pharmacies. But make no mistake, it's certainly a strange time. It sounds as though you're all navigating through it with each other's support, which is absolutely great to hear. That's what we love to see. But looking ahead, what are the goals for the 21-22 NAPSA board? I think first and foremost, although we as the current board have our own goals of what we hope to achieve throughout our term, the goals of the NAPSA members, the advisory council and the chairs more broadly will be our goals too. And we will support these members in making those goals happen and creating meaningful and impactful change. But from a board perspective, we hope to strengthen relationships with the university branches and really ensure that students receive equal representation, advocation and experiences regardless of the university they go to or the state or territory that they're from. And that students' voices are heard at the executive level right through to the branch level. So I think a big thing for us as the current board is open communication and transparency. That's so important when you're working in such a big national organisation such as NAPSA. So making sure that everyone is represented and has a voice to help shape the change that we want to see in the future. And another goal that we have for NAPSA is to keep providing more practice-based educational opportunities for students to build on and complement what they learn at university, as well as access to resources that will help them be able to provide the best standards of care for their patients, both now and when they graduate into the profession. As leaders, people like to ensure that they make a difference. That's often why they get into leadership roles, they want to make sure that they have the ability to make a difference and that there is some sort of lasting impression or change when they move on from that leadership role. What would you like your legacy to be as the national president? Well, I really believe that true leaders don't create followers. They create other leaders. And I want to be remembered as the national president who created connections with students at the branch level and enabled their voice to be heard at the national level. I want all students, regardless of whether they hold a leadership position or not, to know that they are our pharmacy leaders of the future. They are represented and their thoughts, feelings and ideas truly matter.
And we thought we would finish off with our Fast Five, which is a segment that we recently added when we were speaking to the new Guild National President, Trent Toomey. So just some fun questions, just to round it out. Are are you up for that? Are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Let's go. All right. Number one is you're hosting a dinner party. No disrespect. Do do young people still host dinner parties? That's a good question. It's more uh, wine and cheese night. (laughs) I always thought dinner parties were something just old people did. And now that I'm old, I absolutely love a good dinner party. But if you were hosting a dinner party and can invite any three people in the world, who would you invite? Definitely put me on the spot there. I think if I had to invite three people anywhere in the world, I would probably invite the three top chefs in the world so that they could do all the cooking for me at the dinner party while I sit back, relax, and enjoy the food. That's a great answer. I've never heard anybody give that. That That's excellent. What about your favourite movie? I love a good rom-com with a little bit of drama in there, so I would have to say Crazy Rich Asians is my favourite movie. Best holiday. I actually went backpacking around Vietnam for a month by myself right before COVID hit, and that was such an incredible experience. I got to explore parts of Vietnam that were really untouched by tourists and see all of the hidden gems, not to mention the people there were so lovely and the food was amazing. So that would definitely have been my best holiday. Yeah, And with so many people in lockdown, that does sound very dreamy. Now, what about where you're going to be in the next five years? Where do you see yourself? Whenever I get asked this question, I seem to give a slightly different answer because pharmacy is a profession that's growing and developing so rapidly. And so many of the opportunities that we will have in five years' time are ones that don't even exist yet. But for now, my plans are to complete my internship next year in hospital. And as someone who's really committed to ongoing professional development and education, I really hope to build upon my skills through doing the foundation residency program and even take up some more leadership roles and research roles so that I can contribute to advancing both patient care and also the pharmacy profession as a whole. Outstanding. And last one, number five, let's round this out. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? The best piece of advice I've ever been given, and one of my favourite quotes is that the greatest leader is not necessarily the one who does the greatest things. He is the one that gets people to do the greatest things. And it really sums up the national president who I hope to be this term. I want to be someone who, although is in a position of leadership, provides opportunities for all pharmacy students throughout Australia to be leaders in their own right and to create change as I'm not the future of the profession, but we as the student body are. You are an impressive young person and the students and the pharmacy industry and the community is very, very lucky to have you. Verity Bowstead, congratulations again on being elected NAPSA president for the 21-22 term. And thank you so much for coming on the show and helping us get to know you a little and, and about the work that you and the board are undertaking in your tenure. Thank you so much for having me today. It's been an absolute pleasure and I look forward to sharing our accomplishments over the next 12 months. Great to hear from Verity and discuss her experiences and hopes for the future. The Pharmacy Guild is principal sponsor of the National Australian Pharmacy Students Association and is dedicated to supporting new and emerging pharmacy owners and developing new leaders in community pharmacy. The Guild aims to equip early career pharmacists with pathways, skills, tools and professional networks needed 
to be leaders in the primary healthcare system and owners of community pharmacies. The Guild and proud sponsors EBOS, PDL and Gold Cross will next month present a free virtual student summit aimed to provide valuable real-life insight into community pharmacy career pathways, leadership, intern experiences and industry updates. To register, to attend, simply visit bit.ly forward slash guild hyphen student hyphen summit. I've been your host, Daniel Oyston, and you've been listening to episode 81 of the PBCN podcast. The PBCN podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. For more resources, to access support or advice, or to view this episode's show notes, visit guild.org.au.